Welcome to Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 270, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. And this is a talk episode where the tutors talk. Nice. She had no interest in any toys, and then as soon as we started talking on the podcast, she was then interested. Yep. What's up, babe? Living the dream. Living the dream. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, What's that? Well, we had uh, our first experience with a speaker canceling. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's fun. Um, This is Wednesday night. And so we um, thought on our toes, found another guy that uh, does automation and was able to plug him in. He's, He's... available to come speak in the morning Mm -hmm. so we had to move the lineup around and stuff and everyone was willing to do that but so yeah the the what would you call it the keynote yeah the keynote the last speaker uh of the day canceled Mm -hmm. for personal issues so um pivoting jason lund will be closing us out now Mm mm-hmm and uh, we'll be inserting Don on automation. I'll be good. Um, yeah, it's it's all going to work out good. Uh, everything's going to work out. It's just uh, fun. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. So, yeah, it's uh, good to have a network mm-hmm. of people. So like, oh, the individual we had speaking about automation is out. So who can we pull in to speak about automation? Okay, boom, done. There mm-hmm. we go. And right. so. And I mean, we're lucky this year because like the weather's not. Oh, man. Weathering. Right. Um, so, I mean, if it would have been how it was last year in February, we would always like. You'd always have to think about that, too. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, it is February. We do need to make sure, like, we have a backup plan if there's a huge snowstorm and speakers can't come. For sure. Mm-hmm. But we were lucky this year, but we didn't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask you something. That's, like, the third thing in the last half hour that you've completely forgotten. I know. I don't know why. Too much shit, maybe. Mm-hmm. You probably have way too much stuff going on in the head of yours right now. Just fucking ripping, dude. Mm-hmm. Ripping. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay, cool. That's what I got for you. I love that. What's new with you, babe? Um. Should we say it out loud? Can I say it? Oh, yeah. Um. I uh, am going full-time tutor transformations. Mm-hmm. I'm put in my three weeks so by the time this comes out i'll have a week and a half left mm-hmm. um so yeah that's kind of exciting very exciting mm-hmm. we um we both just had stressful days at work and i told sean i was like this is ridiculous because i'm getting stressed out by my w2 job and then sean was having some issues and i was like i could easily fix this so it was just kind of like finally the switch of we need to switch my priorities from my w2 job to the business i actually own Mm -hmm. so it was a 
I think it's a good time. It's a good time for my um, W two job for me to step away. They're all mm -hmm. settled, and it's not like too drastic or like it's not it it's not gonna hurt the company if I leave. Right. So, um, yeah, it's it's just good timing. I think would be very helpful mm -hmm. i have so many like plans and ideas in my head and usually by the time i get home from my w2 job i just can only do medial mm -hmm. tasks i'm never able to do any of the big projects that i want to work on plus i only have like two three hours in the afternoons to work on things and i i really need to spend whole eight hour nine hour days on a lot of the things i want to implement and yeah. do so mm-hmm yeah, that's yeah, exciting. Sense. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. But yeah, that's about all I got really going on in life. Recons this weekend. Recons this weekend. Um, very excited for recon. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, recon will be really good. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to Friday night. I'm looking forward to Sunday morning. I am also looking forward to Sunday morning. Mm, I'm not saying I'm not excited for the event, but I mean, if you listen to people like who have put on events like that, like we've heard it from Rob Bailey, um, it's a stressful time. Like things happen, you always have to be prepared at all times. Um, but just the feeling once it's done, you've accomplished everything that you could. Um, you put on a good event for people. Like, there's nothing better than that feeling of accomplishment once it's done. Yeah, I think I, I think Bedros Kulian talked about it or whatever. I think it was him. He said like, there's certain things a man should have to do, or like a, like a certain thing a person should have to do. Mm -hmm. I think he said man, and one of them was put on an event. Yeah. And he's like, you will learn so much about yourself by putting an event on yeah and there's a lot of stuff you have to do a lot more than like meets the eye and then you can also appreciate when you go to events the mm -hmm. shit that people like had to do so you have more yeah. grace for them mm -hmm. um yeah and this i think this event was so stressful for us because like I, we made like a whole website for this like we did a lot of things that most events don't need because like anytime Andy and Ed put on the event, it's on their like coaching groups website, right. aren't they? Mm -hmm. So like they didn't have to design a whole new website for it. Like it was, they already had it displayed on a website they have. Right. And like if they post anything, like, thousands tens of thousands of people will see it right so like the, the amount they have to advertise is so much less than we had to as well oh yeah yeah it's just like um it's just a, it's a new business it's a new thing mm -hmm. same thing with everything else same thing with the mm. starting a bootstrap business like you got to go through all the little things to get there and since we don't have resources we have to do most of it ourselves which means sam does most of it because I delegate mm -hmm. because I know what I'm good at and it's not that shit. Yep. So I'll talk to people. I'll go mango. Mm. Yeah. And it, like, I mean, not saying like you and AJ aren't well known, but you're really not. We're not fucking known, period. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, like a couple hundred people know us. Yeah, so that that's really a downfall because, I mean, a lot of the people that are going to the second event, it's people we already know. Yeah. Um, or like, not like no, no, like uh, acquaintances of somehow, like they've come across us with Wiscoria or at other kind of entrepreneurial events um, or like th- through friends of ours. So it's... um Right. It's it's a it's a great learning experience and like that's one thing guys I'm really excited it's finally gonna happen I know I keep talking a big game but it's finally gonna happen I'm quitting my job so now I'm gonna actually have time to do cool shit with tutors of life Let's keep the receipt on this bitch so we fucking you gotta give me some transition time okay but I'm hoping by April first okay. That gives me a month and a week of transition. Okay. To get some reels going, get the vids up on time. Unless if we're podcasting late Sunday night, then it's going to have to happen midday Monday, but that's fine. Um, We'll hope we should have a podcast space in the office by then, too, I would think. Um, Okay. Maybe not because we have to buy more stuff because we're going to have two podcast spaces mm-hmm. um this will probably be more of our talk space just you and i in here um mm-hmm. and then probably most of our tutors with guests and stuff will be at the new one yeah um but at least reels and videos and posting more consistently on tutors of life instagram and youtube will be happening april 1st mm-hmm. i'm i dude i've been wanting this forever I know, and I just, I haven't really had the mental capacity to do it, so. It is an excuse, I know, um, but. I don't even got excuses, dude. I just don't want to do it, so I don't do it. Do you not want to, or are you just unwilling to learn how? No, I would be willing to learn how if, like, um, I was able to give off some of my work Mm, your other work yeah Yeah, it's just that like i mean honestly most days like and i i say this and i'm not exaggerating besides like besides meal prepping or so like these are the things that are included in this work tutors of life meal prep gym Mm -hmm. i am typically going from 5 30 a.m till 8 30 p.m if not until 9 30 if not to and like I'm not exaggerating, that is typically it's at a minimum five days a week. Typically Saturday and Sunday, I'm still like including if we include like making sure I'm eating right, meal prep, and the gym, tutors of life and work. I'm still putting in ten hour days. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not exaggerating when I say like between like just getting my normal lifestyle shit in, not jonesing, mm-hmm. not hanging out, not doing that shit. 15 hours a day tip 14 hours a day yeah most days 14 hours a day and that's it it was so funny because one of the other managers at work she asked me one day i told sean about this she asked me like a month ago like how many hours do you think you work a a, a week i didn't count the gym either Mm -hmm. um so i mean that's another 45 minutes five six times a week that i didn't count in my hours right but i was like yeah anywhere from like 60 to 75 i probably work in a week um but like i go to the gym on my 
lunch periods at work um, or on Saturdays and Sundays we'll go on random times. But, but yeah, I mean, if you count all the gym time too, yeah, I, we're constant well, going. Yeah. And well, that's what I do too. Cause like I will just randomly fit in the gym or like jujitsu at like six thirty. I just like fit that shit in. Cause that's just part of like getting into my daily shit mm-hmm. and same with meals, mm-hmm. same with meals and meal prep. So like, I just look at that all as like getting after it working and so, yeah, like my downtime relaxing is typically 30 minutes to an hour and a half a day. Mm. Yeah, it was like a treat for us this weekend. Like on Saturday, we're like, okay, we have all this stuff to do. If we get done, we'll watch movies and build Legos. But what? you, I built Legos. You Did you clean your guns this weekend? No, no that I was two Legos. weekends ago. Yeah, I built Legos. Oh, yeah. But what, when did we get done? 7 p.m.? Yeah, so I mean, actually, it was even later it than was that. Eight. Yeah, we got done in the basement at eight. Yeah, because we didn't come up Until here. Midnight. Yeah. Yeah, so we yeah, was like eight eight thirty. Yeah, so then I mean, we cut into our when we're usually sleeping time. And then we got up at six thirty instead of five mm-hmm. three. And th- yeah. this past Friday was, I mean, the first time we really got to go socialize and hang out with friends since Kayla's birthday. Yeah. So, so like a month, Let's over go. a month. Yeah, here's the thing. I'd be willing to learn reels and I'd be willing to do more when that shit clears up. Mm-hmm. And it'll clear up. Like, I just know it's a push right now. It's just part of life. I know it's going to clear up. And when it does, then I'm willing to do other shit. Yeah. But ideally, like, ideally, I could get my, like, main shit down, like, between the gym diet slash meal prep and work if i could get that down to like 11 hours a day 12 hours a day man that'd be fucking cool Mm. yeah i don't think people realize like how much we just go 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 like constant because um so at my work like we sometimes get legos so i bought some legos i've been buying legos before i leave obviously and so someone asked me they're just like oh, so, like, do you build, like, all these Lego sets in the afternoons? And I was like, no, I, I don't I don't have time. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, I, you know, run my business in the afternoons. And I was like, I maybe once, a, one Saturday a month. That's it. One maybe or two Saturdays a month. We get to build them, but I was like, now that I'm quitting, I hope I can build them almost every night. Yeah. But most likely, probably still not, because Sean and I don't know how to have lives. I fully don't expect things to... I expect to keep pulling, like... I expect 14-hour days to continue through the rest of the year. Mm -hmm, For sure. It's just how it is, probably middle of next year. I'm hoping middle of next year, if I could cut down, like I said, middle of next year, if I could cut down to, like, 10 hours... Mm. 10 hours a day, that'd be pretty fucking sick. Yeah, our goal this year is to, like, be able to enjoy weekends a little bit. We ain't doing that this year. Maybe we will? I don't know. That's going to well, be tough. We're just not going to work on the business, I think. Because we talked we talked about it, like, doing some of the stuff, like, on the outside of our house that we haven't been able to do. I mean... Oh, sure. That's, te- that's still technically work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, personal work instead of all business work. Right. Because right mm-hmm. now our weekends are all business work. Right. So our goal this summer is to 
spend more time on our personal projects and stuff like that. Um, maybe go side by siding a couple more times. That'd be nice. Um, and actually, like, enjoy some of the toys and things that we do have. That'd be really nice. Yeah. Um, so that's the goal. Yeah, with you coming on board, I think that's possible. Yeah. I do. Do you remember, did we talk about this on the podcast, or was it just in our own time, that we made a list of things we needed to do before we could build a sauna and a uh ice bath Mm-mm. do you remember doing like talking about this yeah i don't remember if it was on the podcast or if we like we made the like where the list is yeah because mm. i was like thinking about it and i was like one it's february <laughs> and i was like i don't remember fully what that list said i know on it was to build two new garden beds and to build a fence around the garden beds mm-hmm. that was for sure on there mm-hmm. and there's a little piece of trim in the stairwell Mm-hmm. Other than that, and landscaping, obviously, but yeah, we said landscaping. Yep. Yeah, I think it, I think the rule was like the only way we do that is if everything else is done. Yep. It was something like like all the work around the house is done, all the work around the yards, like everything's done before we can do that. Yeah. So. But yeah, I just couldn't remember what it all was. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Yeah. I do a cold shower every morning, mm-hmm. and it really sucks. Yeah, I couldn't like. I don't. It's not. I just. I would do it. Like now, I know I would just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But God, dude, that cold. A cold plunge would be so cold. Mm-hmm. It would be cold, dude. Like I know, I know. Right now, that a cold shower is cold. Yeah, a cold plunge. Motherfuck, that's gotta be cold, dude. Mm-hmm. I like that one that we saw where it has, like, a temperature gauge in it. So, like, it stays at, like, a consistent 45 degrees or whatever. Yeah, the I keep that, that bitch at a steady 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that's what it was, was 50, actually. The people that fucking just have chest breath- freezers and just let the whole top layer freeze, fuck that. No. No. Bro. I'm out. Done. You, you no. know what? Those motherfuckers got stones. Mm-hmm. Think of that. You, you're hopping into 31 degree water, 30 degree water. Mm-hmm. Bro, what's wrong with those people? I don't know. They're fucking psychos, dude. I watched a chicken in a bikini in one. Yeah, fuck that. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Cereal. There's, and then there's that uh, that, that bitch. Uh, I shouldn't say that. There's a chick with the clasping bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who will cut a hole in the fucking lake and go hop in the lake have you watched her do that no she's like on i don't know day fucking 500 of cold plunge every day and she cuts a hole in the goddamn lake and hops in the lake in a bikini i'm like are you mental that's insanity Bro, these people are crazy um that reminds me so some i've talked about this women just don't speak at the gym we just don't talk um, we're just fine. Yesterday, when I left, though, there's that other um, really jacked short dude. Really tan, buzzed hair. I know you've seen him before. Anyways, I I'll, I always see him at lunch. He's a lunch worker router. Um, 
I was like leaving as he was like coming in and he like we made eye contact and he did like the head bit bob thing and I was just like hey I was like oh my god I've never done this to a dude Jesus anyways but today <laughs> today at the gym there's these two girls and I so I always like start off in a sweatshirt because I I'm always cold but I have to wear like minimal clothing because I overheat really bad and it's just not a good time. Sean and does this. You just want to look like a, a gym fat. No, I overheat. All right. Um, I had a, I had this really nice long sleeve top. I remember I had to stop wearing it because one day I like got like way too hot and I was just like panicking. I was like, okay, I'm too hot. Anyways, besides the point. So I always have my sweatshirt on. So there's these two other gym thoughts there. Both of them short ass shorts when like they're rolled up at the bottom too you know when the women do that so their asses stick out more um the one just had a white sports bra on i hate white sports bras and the other one had like some long sleeve top on whatever they're off doing like press so i was like cool whatever i don't care um i was like other fit chicks that's cool i was doing dumbbell uh bench press and then the one girl s- brings her stuff and, like, kind of, like, slams it all on, the like, the bench next to me. And, like, goes and grabs a 25 plate, throws it on the ground. Just all her shit's just everywhere. Blocking the path, even. Like, it's everywhere. I was like, okay. Weird. Um, she just starts doing... Uh, goblet squats he elevated goblet squats that's all she was doing and i was like hmm, interesting and then her friend gets off the leg press and comes over too and dude did they remind me of some college frat boys having a bukkake around the weight bench oh my god and i just like stayed in my tunnel vision and just did my workout i was like this is extreme but then i that was like my first thing I was doing was that. So then partway through, I took off my sweatshirt as they're next to me doing their bukkake. And I was just like, I am not trying to like, trying to one up you at all. I'm just hot. It was very weird. Yeah. And then I talked to this girl in the um, locker room. She was really nice. Her name was Elena. Um, her and I were talking about how, uh, so she's, uh, <clears throat> gonna be in a training to be in a bodybuild bodybuilding competition so she was taking photos in the locker room she's like sorry i just need to send these to my coach and i was like no i totally get it and she's just like i don't i feel weird just taking pictures of myself in the the mirror the mirrors in the gym and i was like oh i totally get it and i then we started talking about how all the high school boys like to flex their biceps and she's like i'm always so tempted to just stand next to them and just flex because my muscles are bigger than them than theirs. Ballpark me the age. Her age? Yeah. She's probably early twenties. Okay. Blonde hair, long blonde hair. Okay. Um, she's a sweetheart. I've talked to her before in the locker room because she asked me about how to get a locker with a lock. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Can I just throw it on you?" I said, "Go talk to Keith." Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so she was super nice, and she's like, oh, I should really just stop procrastinating." And I was like, "What? You haven't worked out yet?" And she's like, "No." And I was like, "Get after it, girl. You can do it." Dang. Anyway, so that was my gym day today. It was very weird. Interesting. More girls and guys again. I need to train the fucking lunchtime. You do. Lunchtime's great. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. She's usually doing shit. Yeah. Mondays are usually pretty busy. But like yesterday I went and there was three people there. Mondays is always busy. Yeah. Today there was actually not a lot of people there either, which was nice. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I like my lunchtime lifts. It's probably one thing I'll miss, but I mean, I guess I can still do them once we have the office. I, wait, once I'm at the office. Mm-hmm. Like, go down and lift your scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was my exciting day. Nothing ever happens at the gym for me. And so it was just back-to-back excitement. Gym's an interesting place. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, so yesterday we went uh, to a musky tank mixer. Oh, yeah, we did that too. And... Uh, <clears throat> They had uh, a gentleman there speaking. His name is Andy. Uh, he bought a business uh, last year in August. So he was discussing, you know, kind of what the uh, the challenges have been in the first six months of business and how buying that and taking that over and stuff has been going for him, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat, and how he found the deal, funded the deal, stuff like that. Oh, sorry. Um. So it's kind of fun to listen to and, and hear because definitely something I want to do down the line is buy businesses. Yeah. It was a good reminder to a lot of things that like Sean and I have known but like have forgotten. Yeah. A lot of that shit like you don't really, you don't really learn. Th- like uh, there's so many things now that I'm not really learning. It's just reminding me. Mm-hmm. And even Rob said that when we were getting coaching from him. He's like, you guys know this shit. You just need reminding. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's so true. And he says he needs, he's like, I know this shit. I just need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. And all of it's so true. It's like, it's up there. We've heard it before. We've thought about it before. Maybe we hadn't thought about it for three years. Mm-hmm. What's well, like um uh, the kid Chance that was sitting next to us? Mm-hmm. Got a chance? Kid, he's on me. Got a chance sitting next to us? He brought up like whatever, and I'm like, dude, that's just a business business plan, a business model canvas. Mm. And then I was just going over everything on a business model canvas. I'm like, I haven't even thought about a fucking the business model canvas in like four years. Yeah, we don't have one for a tutor transformation. No, I'm like, I don't even have it for my business. And I was just like, oh, this is what's on it. And this is how you do that. And I was just like, what the fuck? Why didn't I make that for our business? I'm like, what am I doing? That's going to be one of our future tutor episodes, by the way. Yeah, it's just... um. That stuff's kind of, it's just being there and like, the pre- between the presentation, oh, sorry. between the presentation, between speaking with like a couple people there, it reminded me of shit that like, I know, mm-hmm. I just forget about. Mm. I'm like, fuck, that's cool. And also like, just the premise of owning a business, so simple. Oh, so, Jesus. so simple. So simple. But like. Like Chance was saying, his issue was not just like running the business. It was just like all the other stuff. So like he doesn't, he didn't really know about like accounting and taxes and stuff like that. Or um, like managing people is not easy too. Right. So there's other things that make it difficult. But just the premise of owning a business and like especially if it's just going to be you and like a little side hustle, it's pretty simple. Dude. So I, when I was talking to Sharon and Carter today, mm-hmm. they were like, Sean, like, how do we kind of, they're like, what do you do to get around paying so much in taxes? And I'm like, well, one, you're just going to get shafted. You're going to pay taxes. But I was like, 
It's like, you know, if you got your LLC, it's like you got your insurances, you got your vehicles, trailers, tools, meetings, networking, um, travel, like for, for going to learn shit, mm-hmm. all your materials, and, and an office space. You know, I'm just going, I'm like, but you just, I'm like, and then, you know, when you deduct all that stuff, like, you end up not paying a crazy amount. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can deduct all of that without doing an LLC. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, then why wouldn't we just do that? And I'm like, you can't. But it's just, I I think it's just cleaner in an LLC, right? Yeah. And so they're asking me about some more questions about like LLCs, S-Corps, um, and like certain like filing and, you know, all this stuff, writing stuff off and whatnot. And I'm just like, I'm like, guys, I was like, it's like if you, I was like, I was like, this is all so simple. It's all so so simple. I was like, you go speak with an insurance agent, you speak with an attorney, and you speak with an accountant. I was like, everything you guys are asking me, I was like, you go spend five hundred to a thousand bucks. You're gonna talk to those three people, and you're gonna get every single question you have answered. Mm-hmm. And and um and and Sharon's like, yeah, five to ten hours, you have all, all the answers. And like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you don't have to be like. You don't have to be stressed out about it, right? Like, because cause Carter's like, man, that's a lot of shit and stuff. I'm like, no, dude. I'm just like, go and, you know, those three, talk to those three people and you know the answer. And then Sharon said the greatest thing in the world. What was that? She said, yeah. She says, take five five to ten hours of discussion, writing, everything. And she said, five to five, five hundred to a thousand bucks, right? That's like a nothing investment. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about it to like, to know what you need to do. For five hundred to a thousand bucks in five to ten hours of your time, you know what you need to do. The greatest thing she said, she said, then you're gonna spend the next hundred hours trying to implement it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right, you are. So like, and that's not. I mean, that's a hundred hours outside of the normal work you're doing. Yeah. And she said, trying to implement it because oh, you got to just fig. The first hundred hours is just figuring out how the fuck you're going to implement it, mm-hmm. and then you've got thousands of hours of implementing it after that. Yeah. But I was like, fudge, is that true, dude? Like, mm-hmm. and that's what we talked to with Chance yesterday. It's like, and so we talked to with Logan and stuff too. Is um, it's not a. It, it's, it's so simple. What mm-hmm. we do is simple. Um, what I do, it, it's simple. Don't mean I don't work a lot. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not always doing something. Doesn't mean I'm not always trying to learn more. Always going to networking events. Always doing things that I'm not comfortable doing, so I can like learn more mm-hmm. and be like stressed. Um, going to the gym all the time to like have some level of release to just go right back and get sh- like your shit pushed Shaped in. Again, yeah. Um, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, I finally caught up on your Instagram videos you sent me today. Actually, did I catch cool. up on them? No, I think you called me while I was in the middle of it. Mm. Um, the Cody Sanchez one was interesting about all these startups starting to fail. Um, because one of them was Bird, right? Bird, because there was like the Lime scooters and Bird scooters as well. Um, so in a whole bunch of these startups started started doing really well when the economy was doing well and then with the low interest rates they had very high evaluations yeah and then 
instead of working off of their profits, they worked off of their evaluation. So all these promises that these ha- they had mm-hmm. and are now starting to file for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to rewatch that one. But yeah, it's it's so true. Mm-hmm. And it's that like that's one thing to keep in mind is working off of your pro- your profits, your actual profits, not expected profits, mm-hmm. you know, or or you have a, a, a year or two that's good. Don't expect that that's going to continue, dog. Yep. Don't expect that's going to continue. It's no, I, I don't think there's any career path that is just always consistent. Because like right now, e-commerce is starting to go down. I know one business that has gone up every single year for over 20 years. I know one business. Like an actual business or like a career type of business? Or like a... Nope. A small business in the area. Okay. I know of one that's done every single year has went up over okay. 20 years. Greg, how's Wander's cheese business? The only dude I know, the only guy I've ever met that has gone up every year with his business. Mm-hmm. The only guy I know. Interesting. Only business I've ever heard of that done it. Mm. Over 20 years. That's impressive. Insane. Because like every other market like has its waves. Like housing. Housing has its waves. Restaurants has it has mm-hmm. like anything service-based has its waves. Because the economy is doing well, then mm-hmm. everyone's going to go out to eat more. Everyone's going to go get drinks more. Everyone's going to go buy better houses. But when the economy's not doing well, then that's when people start stop going. They, they lower how much they're going to go out to eat yeah. or they're... They stay in the house they're in instead of moving around. Yeah. So it's interesting. Cheese. Cheese. Hmm. Yeah, I think cheese is always on the shelves. Yeah. And when you don't have the farm, so your costs don't go up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? He's a middleman. His mm-hmm. costs don't go up. And I've talked about that with general contracting a bunch. As like if you're a general contractor, if we're if if it was just like a standalone general contracting business, right? Mm-hmm. Just one person to start out. Just if it was just me and you part time. Yeah. General contracting for the first five years, then we grow and add add a couple people, whatever. Our overhead is nothing. Yeah. And so, sure, like everything then is just like closing more deals or like you know aligning more subs and stuff so if there's a downtime Mm -hmm. okay that's even better now you just got to go do sales harder to get a couple guys who are willing to come in and bid the jobs cheaper Mm -hmm. and then when times are good those guys are um might be charging a little more because times are good but then you can charge more you know yeah and so i i feel like there's certain things like when you're the middleman like i think about that a lot as like being the middleman and the only overhead you have is you mm-hmm. and like an, a little office. Yeah. And you're just the coordinator. Um, there, you, It opens you up so much to huge profit margins. Yeah. And and not having you, – you have so little risk. You're just the – you don't have to worry about paying employees. Mm-hmm. No, you know, you just – Yeah. But anyways. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. It's just different. It's just a different type of business. Yeah. 
But but so Cody Sanchez talks about all the time though. All the little businesses, you know, the individuals, the blue collar workers and stuff that are in their fifties who are retiring, and um, and we just hold about heard about a gentleman sold his title company. Mm-hmm. Um, from Ryan told us about that gentleman sold his title company. It's like, oh damn, dude! Like, there's so many opportunities out there mm-hmm. to get into business. But I'm gonna tell you the the number one. No, no I'm gonna tell you the two biggest issues mm-hmm. getting into business right now price risk Mm -hmm. i don't know anything else besides price and risk those are the two biggest things because people don't understand the time commitment right people have like people have no idea what the hell they're signing up for and so that's not even a question Mm -hmm. you know um the people are just scared yeah so people are just scared because of a potential risk and um money yeah so it's not like I feel like it's the same thing with, like, housing right now is so many people think that their shit is worth gold. 100%. And, like, sure, when interest rates were low and evaluations were high, doesn't mean your business is actually worth that. Yeah. So it's... it's, we haven't really looked in it too much because, one, we want to make sure, like, we can make our own business successful before we... Add more oh, businesses onto it. Yeah, 100%. But, like, that's another thing is it's just, like, we were gonna, we were th- talking to a gentleman about taking over his business. Yeah. But it was, it it just didn't work out because there was a whole bunch of contingencies that were, like, this makes no sense. Um, and we would have been better off if we would have just started a new one yep. in the same field. And um, talking to him, like, you know... It was the question that was asked last night that is very true. Yeah. What am I buying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what am I buying? Well, you're buying a book of business. Okay. Well. It didn't include the name. We couldn't have the name of the business. Couldn't, couldn't have the name. You could have the vehicle and the tools and then some of the material and then the book of business. But I'm like, the problem is the book of business belongs to the franchise. Mm-hmm. So like how do you it was a lot of interesting things but even then all you're buying for the price he wanted all we were really buying was a book of business. Mm-hmm. So I was like I'm not really And like there was some future contracts right that he had signed like future jobs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had some like some work that was coming up and stuff and so there's some there's some interesting things and I mean really a lot of those times when you're buying a business like that from a small um a, a small business owner, you're typically buying the book of business mm-hmm. and you're typically buying the name. Yeah. Because most small businesses don't have processes and operations. Yeah, no. It's not self-running. Everything's reliant on the owner. When I worked at the machine shop, mm-hmm. that was so, so prevalent, like... The owner had to come in every week to answer. The The previous owner had to come in every week to answer questions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that's not good. Mm-mm. Like, you can't. Um, the gentleman that was speaking last night, Andy, what he said was the owner has to stay on for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the owner stay on for three years, he can continue staying on and keep his book of mm-hmm. business. I think that's genius. Oh, 100%. Because... How many things are you going to run into in the first three years 
and write down the hallways the the previous owner. Mm-hmm. That's gonna it's gonna be huge. And then what you have to do in those three years is get as much out of him as you possibly can, so when he leaves, you can run the show. Mm. And it was, I think that's so smart too because, like that business specifically, there was four team members, yeah. and they all had been there for ten plus years. Yeah. So by keeping the old owner on, mm. then that helps you retain those other employees. So he said he did end up losing one. Mm-hmm. Um, which was fine, but still he was able to have three employees that right. all had been there for 10 plus years. Right. So then very easily you can just sit there and watch, let them do their thing, learn how they do things. And then you can kind of tweak things. Right. Or, but you always have the old owner there to ask like, Hey, exactly. have you ever tried doing this? Yep. Yep. Why do you do things this way? Well, and the respect. Mm-hmm. If the old Oh. Killing myself here. I don't even know what's going on. Um, if the old owner is there and showing you respect, there's a lot more likelihood the other team members will show you respect. Yeah. If you just go in, the old owner leaves, they're going to be like, why Why the hell should we listen to you, pal? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's. I think there's a lot of good things there. And, you know, we've talked about partnerships a lot, you and I. Mm-hmm. And, um partnerships in an aspect like that like we've talked about that buying businesses we would almost want to buy the business and keep the owner on as a part owner yeah um or if someone wants to like do a business together like andy and his partner it's how you would do it because Mm -hmm. you have somebody with the business financial backing Mm -hmm. and then you have somebody running the day-to-day operations and i think that shit's really important um but the biggest thing with that is like there needs to be clear roles. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so tough about starting a business with partners is the partners understanding their roles. Yeah. And and it's really difficult. It's so hard like when you start a business because like roles aren't clear. Mm-hmm. Because like a lot of times when you start something new, you have to do a lot of different things. And you're just like, I know once we start making money, then we can hire someone to do this and we can hire someone to do that. So you have to get through that brutal period of just having to do everything and anything for until you can make money to pay someone to do some right. of those things that you don't want to. Right. So starting is way harder just because you, you have to divide literally everything and try and you both will have to do stuff that you don't want to. Dude, that's what he said yesterday too. He's like, I knew that starting a business was never an option because yeah. I needed income right away. Yeah. Makes all the sense in the world, dude. Yep. That's how it that's how it goes. Um you just and and we realized that like just the other day it finally like clicked for me. Yes, I may want to specialize in interior renovations. But before we can do that, we have to keep the guys busy and keep work coming and build a name. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if we get exterior work, we're doing exterior work. That's just how it goes. Yeah, like, we have to get the income anywhere we can get the income. Get the income. And as we build our name, build our reputation, people will understand what we like. 
want to be known for what we want to like strive to do and that's when we can lean into that more Mm. um and maybe at that time we realize that we get so much of both we'll just have crews dedicated to each right yeah i'm i'm honestly i believe that is the way the business will go Mm -hmm. um but the i mean the couple things are like we just need to keep getting income yeah we need money is the money is the most important thing in business to stay in business Mm -hmm. because the only way you lose is if you quit Mm-hmm. And the only way you, well, you quit in many, many ways, but a big reason people quit is because they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the, the money aspect is the most important. It's, it's huge. And, uh, I think building that the biggest, the biggest thing is, is I see these companies, I see so, so many companies and they go so big so fast. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of companies that go really big really fast. And I see I see but I see a lot of companies just two one like one to two guys, three guys maybe. Yeah. Um so there's something about like getting to the medium size like George's company. Yeah. Rock and Tate is like um Getting like a medium-sized company like that is, I think, um, really can separate you from a lot because you get past the one to two man show that is cheaper pricing, typically, not always. Yeah. That is typically cheaper pricing, but you don't tend to get as good of customer experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you get the big companies who are really really expensive um and honestly i think when you get big companies i think kind of you're no longer treated it's you're almost like a number then yeah you know what i'm saying but there's a that like that medium-sized company where you're making good money like you you're you're charging a you're charging a are typically quite a bit higher rate than the two like the two man show but you're not like out in like a complete different world mm-hmm. than like a big monster company yeah um and then but then i just think what's up Nothing. why are you looking at me like that no why are you smiling keep going jesus you with a medium-sized company like that you can really still keep it personal in your community and have the benefits of the operations, the systems, the workflows, the talent, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What? Go ahead. In the last like two minutes, you did this. Oh. Like four or five times. Why don't you say something? But I didn't want you to forget your train of thought because you've been very forgetful today. So I was trying to be considerate. But once I got to so many, I just couldn't help but smile. Ridiculous. I know. Like that? Do you not even notice like when you do it, you don't even know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Yeah. A lot of times you'll say um first. You'll be like, um. Mm. Yeah. Damn. That was a light one. They're pretty loud. I'll have to play it back for you. Interesting. Um, I had one more thing, but I don't quite remember what it was. 
something we did this weekend. Hmm, I don't know. You got me doing it now. I'm excited for the homing. I just did it there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just opened my mouth. Yeah. Hmm. I'm excited for uh, the homing garden show. Next weekend? Next weekend. Nice. Um, Your cousin competes next weekend. Mm-hmm. 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 On Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? Rylander. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Real exciting stuff coming, coming along, going on. I have so many things in my head that I'm just, like, so excited to do. Um, I know it's going to be, like, a long process uh, to finally implement a lot of things, but I'm really... I'm really excited because it's been a lot of ideas I've had for probably over a year now. Uh, I just haven't had the time or um, the the brain power to do it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good. It's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be really good. It'll be really good to get out of this. Uh, it'll be good to get out of the like starting of a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think once... Uh, I get to come on and start putting in like actual systems and processes and making sure things are running smoothly and kind of just overseeing everything. It'll really solidify us as like a company and like be more productive and more professional with customers. Yeah. And be able to hold like people more accountable mm. for what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so big. Yeah. So big. It's just Sean knows too much and is doing too many different things so you just don't have the bandwidth to be in charge of everything Mm-mm. everything and everyone it's just not possible Mm-mm. so it'll yeah. be good yeah it'll be really good all right gang thanks for tuning in um this weekend so it's friday so tomorrow if you want uh recon mm-hmm. you can still get tickets rei-con.info um message us for promo code uh events tomorrow and i'm looking forward to sunday baby hell yeah and maybe we'll have a good uh tutor episode for you with um some stuff we learned i'm willing to think so probably yeah maybe we'll have aj on i don't want to have to uh fine you don't want to have guests in this room no, because then I have to rearrange. No, we don't have the chairs anymore. We don't at the office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also now we have this corner bookshelf that we can't. Mm-hmm. We need to get the office set up. Yeah, I just don't. Um, I know I'm going to be really drained from socializing. Mm. <laughs> so no offense, AJ. Uh, I just, and I know I'm going to want to be a hermit on Sunday with Sean and not converse with anyone. Makes sense. Yep. All right, gang. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you on the next one. See ya. Yeah.